Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Charmed Rewind. Whoa, we rewound into a time loop. Again. The last one we did was also yeah, a time loop. So we're stuck in a time loop oh, right now. Oh, no. I should have started it out like, there's a snake in my boots. <laughs> patwang, patwang, patwang. It's the. Uh, sure. Yeah, the spurs. Yeah. <laughs> Reach for the sky. Anyway, uh, we're on season three, episode 14. The good, the bad, and the cursed. Patwang! Patwang. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, I just wanted to thank all of the people that have responded to the Spotify Q&A questions. I've uh, published uh, a handful of them now, and they're always really nice to read. So thanks, guys. Uh, anything else you wanted to get into before we jump in? No, let's get into this time loop, which let's... is not much of a loop. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not really... I don't know. They seem confused as to what a time loop is uh -huh. in this episode. They did a time loop in that last episode. Now they don't know what it is. I don't know. It's a little bit confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, this episode was uh, the second out of three directed by Shannon Doherty. Mm -hmm. So it's after the um, the first one she directed was the French Stewart Genie episode, <laughs> and the last one was her last episode, which was the end of the season. Um, I think she she was trying some stuff. You could tell she was getting a little artsy with some of her directing choices. Sure. Sometimes it works, sometimes not so much, but she's trying some stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, the first shot that we get of this episode is a crow on a branch. Yeah. This crow is important. Why? I don't know. By the yeah. end of the episode, I'm still not yeah. sure. It bookends the episode, so it's important. It, it, the episode acts like it means something. You can only kind of guess. Yeah. So uh, Phoebe and dad number two <laughs> pull up to the old West set. Much of this episode will take place in. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe is wondering why they're here. Uh, she's like, well, you can't want some quality father-daughter time with me. What's up? <laughs> What's the real reason? Is this the most we ever get on his potential work? Is like, I want to invest in an old West town. I, I feel like they probably went into his job when he first appeared, because I think that was why he was in town right. when it was the original actor. Um, the yeah, Charmed the, Wiki says, like, businessman, question mark? Yeah, not really <laughs> certain exactly what he does, other than he was so busy with business things. Yeah, um, th yeah. this is a weird in-between stage, because he hasn't been around that long, this new version of him. Mm -hmm. So he, they're still kind of doing the scuzzy dad thing, which they seem to, like, just forget later, and he's a completely different guy. Yeah. In this scene, Phoebe is wearing a brown faux leather or suede jacket and some mom jeans <laughs> seemed oddly baggy for phoebe it didn't look bad just noting it bagby <laughs> uh so dad halliwell has recently come back into uh, well, his daughter's no, not dad halliwell i just call him dad halliwell he's oh, dad bennett but right. <laughs> uh but yeah first guy was dad halliwell <laughs> he was dad halliwell and then he was dad jones and now he's dad bennett yeah uh, he's recently come back into his daughter's lives after becoming a different character. Uh, he wants to know what's happening in their lives. Uh, who's this? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, yeah, he, uh, he wanted to know, um, what's going on because... <laughs> 
And he prays <laughs> that Phoebe won't kill him. <laughs> uh, he's like, well, who's this uh, guy that Piper's marrying? I don't know anything about him. He's a he's a handyman. He didn't even know he was a handyman. He found out no. he's like, she's marrying a handyman. A handyman. What did they tell him about him? He didn't that even know. Scum. Like the only defining feature he had was that he was McHandsome and a handyman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he doesn't know that he's a white lighter. That's the, the key mm-hmm. part of the scene is that he we find out that he doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're interrupted by a tumbleweed and a saloon <laughs> door opening and closing. Uh, Phoebe gets a, a bad feeling. And Dad Halliwell is like, would well, you have a vision? Uh, because she was right. He didn't actually want to spend quality time with her. <laughs> he wanted to see if this old West town was a good investment. He wanted to, yeah. to buy it, buy the land or something. Like... You want her to have a premonition, like, do you see me making a bunch of money here? (laughs) It's weird that there's sort of a parallel here with him and the bad guy in the Old West stuff. They both want to make money off the town, Mm. but they don't really get into that. It's just an accidental parallel going on here. Yeah, I guess so. Um, He's like, well, I want to invest in this, but uh, people say that it's haunted. Could you determine if it's haunted or not? (laughs) And I feel like a ghost town being told that it's haunted like an old west town i mean that's they're called ghost towns for that reason why would that be a deterrent for people that's basically how they make their money in these old towns be kind of the point i guess if you're gonna try and make money on this old west every old west town says there's cowboy ghosts running around it's not gonna keep people a hundred years from investing in it Mm. and it seemed like all of the ghost shit was really tied to phoebe it didn't really seem like it affected other people no because he didn't seem to note any of this stuff so yeah so just don't bring your phoebes to it and it's fine yeah that's fine (laughs) Uh, Phoebe starts to hear voices and phantom saloon noises, uh, and then she sees phantom cowboys, and one of them punches a Native American right through her. <laughs> and then Alyssa Milano, she falls over like she's been punched and makes this hilarious like woohoo sound. <laughs> uh, her lip is bleeding because she was also punched, and she advises her dad not to buy the place. <laughs> Uh, Back at the house, uh, Piper is setting the table for her rehearsal dinner for the wedding. Uh, There's an ugly brown paisley tablecloth with matching napkins. Like, it's really hideous looking. (laughs) I don't remember if they used this in the wedding episode. I hope they didn't, though. (laughs) It was really bad. Uh, Prue wanders in. She seemingly has a normal shirt on. (laughs) But then she turns around and it's no shirt. Yeah. It's just a string. (laughs) Like a packless shirt, but it's weird because it it just looks like a long sleeve shirt. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't know. Kind of like those bootlegs that they're really lazy with, where they only paint the front. Yeah, or like <laughs> they don't have a back on it; it's just hollow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they're getting ready for this rehearsal dinner, and Prue's like, "Well, why do we have one more play setting than we need?" And Piper says, "Well, it, maybe it's for mom." Uh, she means spiritually, but we all know by the wedding, it's going to be the first of many times uh, mm-hmm. their mom shows up and just overstays her welcome. <laughs> it ends up being Mommy Cole's place, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the very end. That was so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're they're having somewhat of a touching scene here with um, with Piper and Prue saying like, you know, mom will be here spiritually, even though she couldn't be here for the wedding, even though. Later on, it's a little undercut, because <laughs> who brought my dead wife, my wife back from the dead, yeah. <laughs> whatever. My ex-wife back from the dead. Yeah. That's the line. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Leo orbs in, wondering when they can eat. 
and Piper chastises him for ruining their sister moment. <laughs> <laughs> Even when they're getting ready to get married, like, I'm ruining a sister moment, Leo. Yeah. Like, hi, get out. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, well, do you want me to leave? And then she's like, oh, well, maybe you could stay and help. It's your rehearsal dinner, you know? Yeah, and it's like, it'll put you to work, you piece of shit. Yeah, like, no-win scenario here. No. Prue asks Leo if he's nervous. And he says, as long as no demons walk through the door, he's fine. Cue Phoebe and Dad Halliwell coming in. <laughs> and Piper says he had to jinx it. <laughs> so, Phoebe's a demon. Yeah, that's the only implication you can get from that. <laughs> uh, they wonder why Phoebe's lip is bleeding, and she explains the situation. Uh, Leo comes over to try and heal her, but she doesn't want Dad to find out <laughs> about him being a white lighter, so she waves him off. Dad apologizes for taking Phoebe to this ghost town, and she also waves him off, uh, asking him to go to the porch to get some town files that might help them. This was confusing, because they had not established that he had town files, nor that they were on the porch. Yeah, why did they leave them on the porch, and then why does it take uh, Victor minutes to get this one box off the porch? Yeah, you need to establish that he has these with him, otherwise yeah. it's like, why do they have town files on their porch? Just like cut to him fumbling around with this box on the porch. Oh, how do I bring this in? Yeah, you really have to guess too that he has them because he wants to invest in that town. Because they don't actually explain that. You just have to kind of gather from some context that maybe is why he has them. Yeah. Uh, she's trying to get him away so she can tell the others that their dad doesn't know about Leo being a white lighter. Uh, no one told him, and I guess that's Piper's fault. <laughs> Like, anyone at any point could have told him this. Yeah. Uh, but Piper hasn't told him yet because their mom had an affair with a white lighter, so she thinks that their dad's not going to like that. Mm -hmm. Which, to be fair, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, Leo says, he's going to kill me when he finds out. And Piper says, don't be ridiculous, you're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they act like, yeah, he's a zombie, whatever. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> So, uh, Dad wanders back in with a box of town files, um, and then he Phoebe- said, I had to beat an old lady with a stick to get <laughs> these town files. Hey, everyone. <clears throat> uh, Phoebe says that the native guy that was punched through her was a ghost, and Leo said, ghosts don't bleed, and has to quickly cover, because I guess only white lighters would know that. Also, why wouldn't ghosts bleed? Like, they'd look like- when they died sometimes, right? Yeah. I feel like bloody ghosts is a pretty common thing. Mm -hmm. And like, he knows that Leo knows about the supernatural stuff. So it's like, yeah, it didn't really make any sense why he would think that would blow his cover as a white lighter. Cause they yeah. know supernatural things too. Cause they're witches. So, mm -hmm. uh, dad Halliwell is like, we should leave the supernatural stuff to the ladies. Uh, Leo, how about we go get a bite to eat? Huh? <laughs> Uh, cut to Leo nervously drinking water and kind of fumbling over explaining what he does. Like It's like, well, what's your job? You're a handyman? Well, I kind of do lots of stuff, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dad Halliwell wants to talk to Leo about being a mortal married to a witch. And it kind of seems like, you know, he's having a heart to heart. Like, you know, we're both married to witches or we were, you know, and like, it's kind of tough. There's a lot of dangers ahead. But really, I want to warn you about something. It's those damn white lighters. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny. He's just um, bitterly talking about how a white lighter stole his wife from him. <laughs> yeah. Why the hell did you do that? Uh, back at the manor, the girls look through the Book of Shadows and the town files. As Phoebe notes, she also has a huge bruise on her side. 
So uh, she seems to be getting the same injuries that uh, this native guy is getting. His name's Bo. This is kind of unusual. She doesn't usually get physical symptoms from visions. Uh, so they figure out that Bo is uh, probably magical himself. Prue's the one that notes this. I think she comes to a lot of the conclusions here. Kind of seems like the others are like, duh! Well, like, <laughs> Prue is like, no, I know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> In the episode, Shannon Doherty directs like, and I know everything <laughs> also. And I get to wear the sexy outfits and I get to be super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she also dating Julian McMahon at the time? Or was it Brian Krause? Who was she dating? I don't remember. She was dating one of them. <laughs> So Prue notes that nothing in the town files goes past a certain date, and she says it's almost as if time stopped. And uh, they never really take into account maybe Dad Halliwell just didn't, like, get files from past then. Maybe he just wanted to find out the history of that town. I mean, he wouldn't have, like, the records from, like, all time for mm -hmm. that town, right? Yeah. It just seems like she jumps to the conclusion that it's a time loop very quickly and for no yeah, reason. it's very weird. Like, she's like, oh, there's there's nothing past this time. It's probably a time loop. Yeah, like, and no maybe point does everyone it was killed? Like, there's a bunch of things that could happen. Yeah, and they, like, they say it's a time loop, and they come up with all these rules for it, but never does the time loop on them or any of no, this stuff. we never see that. We never get any indication that anyone is aware that time is looping on them. Which is a big issue for why they're in the time loop. Mm -hmm. um, they also mention that they encountered a time loop before uh, when Andy died. They don't say that. Uh, Prue doesn't seem to react as if, you know, oh, yeah. that's when Andy died. <laughs> uh, and then Piper coincidentally stumbles across the page on time loops they said didn't exist in that episode. <laughs> Uh, so they read that time loops happen often because of a great injustice and can be ended when that injustice is righted, <laughs> when uh, Sam Beckett leaps in and <laughs> puts right yeah. what once went wrong. Uh, the doorbell rings, and it's Cole with flowers and a trench coat and a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> uh, he jauntily asks if Phoebe is home, and Prue flings him across the room. <laughs> uh, but he says he told Phoebe he's never giving up on her, and he means it. Uh, this was at some point after they thought he was dead, but he wasn't, and Phoebe was hiding it, but they found out, but they're broken up, and blah, blah, blah. Bunch of drama happening with them at this point. Uh, Prue's gonna fling Cole again, because they're broken up, so alright, fair game. Uh, but Piper says she can't ruin the table setting before the rehearsal dinner. <laughs> uh, Cole says not to worry, because he's never gonna use his powers again. He's like smiling as he says that, like, no, no, I'm good now. You see, if I don't use my powers, I'm not going to be evil, because that's what makes me evil. But if I stay with my human side, we'll suppress it or something or other. We'll, we'll forget this later. Yeah. <laughs> Prue channels later Phoebe, and she says that Cole will always be evil because he's a demon. <laughs> he's genetically predisposed to it. <laughs> Cole sees that Phoebe is hurt and becomes concerned, uh, but she says it's none of his business. And then she has a vision where Bo gets shot, and so does she. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> this is a great episode if you want to see Phoebe getting increasingly injured. <laughs> yeah. So, gotta love it for that. <laughs> uh, back at Leo and Dad Halliwell's lunch date, uh, Dad Halliwell calls White Lighters sneaky little bastards. <laughs> <laughs> They're sneaky little bastards coming and steal your wives. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Uh, anyway, Leo gets a white lighter call and orbs out, <laughs> but it's like right in front of everyone in the restaurant, too. Yeah. 
He's it's so like this stupid. is clumsy. Yeah, why don't you like go into the bathroom or something? You wouldn't have to show him or anyone else. Like it's just sloppy. Yeah. Uh, Leo orbs into the manor uh, and tries to heal Phoebe, but he can't. Uh, she and Bo are psychically linked because Bo is also magical. And because he was the one who was shot, they have to heal him. So Cole says that the town exists in a parallel plane. Uh, and he can go to parallel planes, which is how he went to the Halloween town and all this stuff. I guess that's how they're like, I don't know, time travel or something. He can do this. But anyway. Yeah, this parallel <laughs> plane bullshit is like how they explain why this town is in a time loop. Yet in the current time, it's a ghost town. Like. It doesn't make any sense. No. They could have had, like, they go to this town and this is still happening, and then maybe they're they're trapped in the town or something, and, and they're trapped in the time loop. There could have been ways to work around this that made a little more sense than what they did. Mm-hmm. But this, uh, I don't know, this old-timey town is apparently reliving the same day over and over again in a parallel plane, even though they don't explain that it's the same day even until like there's like one line late into it where they say like oh you're gonna relive the same day over and over again it's like oh no now we've established the loop is a day okay like i don't know prue says we don't need any demonic input right now (laughs) as phoebe bleeds to death on the couch (laughs) (laughs) like um (laughs) maybe you could use some help i'd rather let her die than get your help yeah that's a sacrifice i'm willing to make (laughs) Some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice I am willing to make. Uh, this is an episode where they use the term shimmer a lot, which is something I forgot. I guess when, like, demons teleport, they shimmer. That's their version, even though it's basically the same thing. Cole says he can bring Bo back there so that Leo can heal him. And, uh... Piper is like snarkily like, oh, I thought that you said you weren't going to use your powers anymore. <laughs> it's like, shut up. Like He's trying to help Phoebe and they're sitting there like. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's like, eh, we'd rather bug cold than let Phoebe live. <laughs> yeah. For once, it's not Phoebe doing it, I guess, because it affects her. So she'll shut up and take it. <laughs> yeah. But if it was an innocent, she'd be like, get out of here. Yeah. Phoebe asks what we're thinking. Why doesn't he just bring Leo with him instead of bringing Bo to the present day? And Leo says, I'm not allowed to work with a demon. That's it. That's such BS. (laughs) That's stupid. It's like he would work with him later. It's like he was just going to let Phoebe die because he just didn't feel like it. (laughs) In a technicality. Shut up, Leo. (laughs) I'm not allowed. Wiener. We also weren't allowed to date a witch either, but you're getting married, so shut up. That's more important. That's his love life. This is just Phoebe's life. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Prue says, well, I'll go. And uh, Piper asks, uh, what if she doesn't get back before midnight? And I don't remember prior to this them mentioning that midnight was when the time loop ended. Is that how we got to the conclusion it was a day? I guess. Like, just very confusing. Uh, So Cole and Prue hold hands with sexy results. (laughs) Uh, And they shimmer out just as Dad Halliwell bursts in to call Leo a lying piece of... Or a lying little piece of shit. <laughs> Why, you little? <laughs> <laughs> Piper orders him to stay with Phoebe as they orb away to check the town for clues. And he's like, oh, I guess Phoebe's shot. Maybe I'll be concerned with this yeah. <laughs> over the, the stupid little bastard white lighter. <laughs> Cole and Prue appear in the Old West. And then Prue decides to just wander out in her backless top <laughs> like into the town like, yeah. 
Uh, period appropriate, right? <laughs> she's being kind of dumb. Uh, so a couple things happen here. A gunshot rings out, and there's the crow again. But I don't know what the gunshot was. Uh, but like, it didn't seem like the shot was going toward her. But Cole yanks her back into the alley mm. uh, with sexy results. <laughs> yeah, they act like they're about to make out here. Yeah, like the two of them act weirdly flirty as they're like huddled together in this alley, like two inches from each other's faces, yeah. and they're like debating the plan. Like, the, definitely the rest of this episode seems like a weird hate flirt going on with these two. Yeah. Which is why I thought maybe they were dating, but I don't know. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Did, were they dating? <laughs> they dated from 2001. To September 2001. I guess it was, okay. <laughs> it was sometime in 2001. Was that when this episode aired? I'm going to find out. <laughs> this is great pod. Yeah. <laughs> it was indeed 2001. Oh, boy. Oh, it was Alyssa Milano who dated Brian Krause. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I see. Okay. Anyway, uh, now that that's been cleared up, that is why they're acting flirty, because they were dating in real life. Story-wise, it doesn't make sense. But the two of them were horny for each other. <laughs> so yeah, they're debating a plan. And uh, the first thing they decide they need is to find some less conspicuous outfits with sexy results. <laughs> uh, less conspicuous is Prue in a sexy midriff shirt and leather pants and a cowboy hat. Like, where did... How is this stuff in the Old West? It wouldn't be. Like, this I is clearly know. just modern clothes. Yeah. They say that Cole stole his outfit from a dead guy, like they were putting some guy in a coffin. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he stole stole it there, and um, I guess she stole her outfit from a clothesline? And there was like a dress there, but she's like, that's a prostitute outfit, so I'll wear the men's clothes. What man was wearing the midriff shirt? Very fitted to her for being a man's outfit. Yeah, and like a very small man wearing the leather pants that were very tight on her, so... <laughs> doesn't really make sense to me. They say they're men's clothes, too. Like, women wouldn't generally be wearing those. So, I don't know. Very weird. Mm -hmm. uh, they waltz into a bar looking for some answers and most certainly a bar fight. <laughs> you knew the moment they walked in there, like, mm, the cowboy bar fight's gonna happen. Uh, the length of Cole's stubble continually changes throughout this episode. <laughs> uh, in this scene, he's almost clean shaven. Right. And then later scenes, it's like going into like maybe a short beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. They order some drinks with sexy results. <laughs> uh, the two of them hate flirt for a bit, and uh, the bartender suggests if they're new in town, they keep passing on through, because they're getting into into some dangerous stuff being in this town. Uh, Prue takes yeah, umbrage. We got time loops in this town. We got some time loops, bitch. Keep going, going little doggy. <laughs> Get out of Dodge. Prue takes umbrage at the fact that this bartender is mildly sexist. Yeah. Like, probably less sexist than they would be at the time, but a little more sexist than the 90s or 2001 would permit. Sure. <laughs> so it turns out uh, there's a powerful man named Sutter in town. He just lost one of his men, so he's looking to take it out on everyone. Uh, mainly, he's looking for this bow guy. Uh, cue Sutter and his men. Uh, they stroll into the bar in slow motion with like, did wind. Did someone say Sutter? Did someone say Sutter? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he strolls into the bar in slow motion, wind blowing through his hair. 
Actually, I'm not sure he has any hair. It's just like <laughs> blowing his like uh, bolo tie back. Yeah. Uh, so he's asking for Bo, and uh, to prove how serious he is, uh, he printed up a newspaper with a headline saying he killed him. <laughs> Uh, this is all so that it can be a plot point later that they find this headline. Otherwise, it makes no... Why did he go and print this yeah. newspaper? <laughs> like, LOL, check it out, guys. <laughs> it says, I it's killed like, the guy at this time. One of those novelty newspapers you get at an Old West town. Yeah. Like the, the wanted poster. It's weird, too, because it it's a plot point later that they find this in the present day and it has a time on it that he kills him. But why would he know what time that he killed him? Because he just happened to find him because of the other two showing up. So it really, this is just a guess. And he happened to be right that that was the time he was going to kill him. I guess. I don't know. Bo's sister is there. I think her name was Isabel or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Bo's sister's there. Uh, she doesn't respond to fake newspapers. <laughs> Uh, they stab a guy's hand, and Prue decides to get involved. Uh, she uh, pushes the guy away and then calls Sutter a cliche. <laughs> <laughs> this guy that got stabbed happened to be um, a double agent, I guess. He was working for Sutter. Uh, it doesn't really go anywhere, but just no. noting that it happened. Uh, anyway, bar fight time. Uh, it's pretty short. Prue breaks a bottle over uh, this guy's head and somehow ends up pointing two guns she like grabs them from the holster and like super cool like pointing them in different directions <laughs> and then cole like in slow motion grabs a rifle and aims it <laughs> right. i don't know where he got the rifle i think maybe the bartender had it or something yeah i think that was it because i think maybe the bartender points it later mm-hmm. so it just happened to be sitting on the table yeah. uh, also they could just look cool and sexy pointing guns mm-hmm Sutter's like, ah, I didn't expect you to slow motion point coolly at us. I'll deal with you later. Patwang, patwang, patwang. Uh, as he wanders out. <laughs> leaves in slow motion like yeah. he entered. <laughs> <laughs> Some uh, model music plays. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Bo's sister gives Prue and Cole the lowdown. Uh, Sutter wants to build a railroad. And uh, he killed the sheriff, and he took over everything. Now he's a dick everyone hates. But they're kind of cowards, so they don't want to face him. Uh, But one person that's continued to face him is Bo. Uh, So Sutter wants to get rid of him so he doesn't inspire the townsfolk. Yeah, Bo's sister's kind of like, you know, she's like, I trust you immediately (laughs) for some reason. Yeah, well, she said that... um, She had some vision or something about No, Bo did. Bo had the vision because he was the one that that also has powers like TV. He doesn't trust them. He doesn't try. It doesn't make sense what he does, but she says that Bo told her that he saw in a dream that two people were going to come help them and, uh, and, uh, and that's but, them. But not until he dies a bunch of times. I guess. <laughs> uh, so just like Phoebe, Bo has visions. Um, they give this whole backstory where he uh, hid his gifts from the white man's world. Uh, Prue and Cole can relate. They have a little relatable moment. Yeah, you gotta hide yourself, and that's no fun. Uh, Perhaps they're not that different after all. (laughs) (laughs) Pee out their fingers. (laughs) Scary Movie 3, classic. (laughs) Uh, Cole suggests they kill Sutter to break the curse, and then Prue is like, You damn demon! (laughs) Well, maybe if you want to be good, you shouldn't think of killing someone first. Smash cut to Prue killing the shit out of that guy. (laughs) 
Do something. Do it. In the present day, uh, Piper is complaining as she and Leo wander through the western town. She's like, ew, it's all dirty and cobwebby and I hate it. We're not finding anything. I wish Phoebe would die for this. Uh, she notes the crow that we saw a couple times before in the episode, and it seems to be leading them toward the saloon. I'm not sure what the crow's supposed to be. Is it magical Native American bullshit? Is it supposed to be uh, Bo is the crow? Like, it's a spirit? I don't know how the crow has anything to do with them, because they're in a different plane or whatever. Maybe ghosts can go through different planes or something. Sure. I don't know. It's like they're in a different dimension or whatever for this nonsense to work. Yeah. Uh, Piper and Leo explain to the dumb audience that saloons are bars. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, like Piper says, Well, Phoebe said that there was a fight in a bar, and a bar is a saloon. <laughs> you must be kidding, aren't you? Inside the saloon, they find the fake newspaper that Sutter printed out, and uh, it says the time that he intends to kill Bo. Uh, again, doesn't really make sense that that coincidentally happens to be true. Yeah. Uh, at the manor, Dad Halliwell is tending to dying Phoebe, and the sweaty Alyssa Milano fetishist loves this scene. <laughs> She's covered in sweat. <laughs> I think the acting was pretty good here. Uh, yeah. From Melissa Milano and from, uh, I never remember the name of the guy who plays the dad. <laughs> I'll look it up. James Reed. That's the guy who plays the dad. Uh, I thought the acting was pretty good and they're having like, you know, a touching moment because she believes that she is dying. She says she can feel that she's dying and he's trying to comfort her through the whole thing. It's like, let yourself die, Phoebe. <laughs> Be the show will be better run. if you die instead of of Prue. Then yeah, <laughs> the show might be better. <laughs> uh, Piper and Leo Orbin to say that Phoebe is getting visions from Bo, so she might be able to send a vision to him to let him know when Sutter's going to kill him. Because uh, I mean, I guess they don't know that this was a newspaper he printed ahead of time. No, and I guess if if they were in a time loop and it always ended at the why would a newspaper be printed afterward i guess that's how they explained it because they had that in there and they're like wait a minute if the time loop happened the newspaper wouldn't be yeah, there that's the reason it happened very weird uh phoebe holds the paper and wills herself to have a vision if it involves her suddenly she can try that sort of thing because <laughs> there's so many times when innocents have been in trouble and she's like oh, i can't make my visions happen <laughs> no time for this no column yeah <laughs> Uh, in the Old West, Prue and Cole snipe at each other, and Cole asks her to be nicer to him, uh, but she points out he's tried to kill her several times, so maybe she doesn't have to be nice. <laughs> See, this sort of stuff makes sense. It's not like sh they have to like him, you know, but she works when with him when it makes sense to do it. It's like later on, like, they're just spitting on him and blaming him for everything and, like, things yeah. that aren't even his fault. But it makes sense to be like, yeah, I don't really trust you. You tried to kill me several times. You've hurt my sister. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> she says after this, uh, after this is done, he's got to leave them alone or they'll vanquish him. And he says, you'll have to vanquish me to keep me away from Phoebe. I love her too much. <laughs> uh, Phoebe? Really? Really now? <laughs> Even Prue's like, mm, really? <laughs> See how sweaty she is? <laughs> Take so many screen caps of this. Oh, he's the sweaty Alyssa Milano yeah. fetish. He's like, God, you can't keep me away from her. <laughs> snap, 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 snap. <laughs> Peering through the window. <laughs> I have to upload these to IMDb. <laughs> 
Anyway, uh, Bo's in a church. Uh, some vaguely mystical native music plays when they enter. <laughs> Uh, he's just on the floor at a weird angle, like, propped up against the wall, uh, yeah. dying. And he's mad that his sister brought these two in. Uh, apparently he doesn't think much of his vision. No. Like, they're like, hey, we're the vision people. And he's like, fuck you, get you, get out of here! Yeah. I don't care about you! <laughs> Why does his sister believe in the vision more than him? I don't know. Doesn't really make sense. Like, maybe if they found him and the sister is like, no, you get out of here. And he's like, wait, I had a vision. Maybe they could have had that as the revelation or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's like, you gotta leave because I can see an evil look in Cole's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Just like Sutter, he can see the demon within him. He's He's got the evil eyes. <laughs> and Cole's like, I thought I had Betty Davis eyes. <laughs> <laughs> You have the eyes of a copper boy. <laughs> <laughs> stupid pumpkin carver movie. <laughs> yeah, stupid. There's a horror movie about pumpkin carvers. That's a line in it. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but Prue's okay to uh, to Bo. Um, also, they have powers too, so it's cool. They're like, hey, we'll show you that we got powers. Mm -hmm. uh, Prue uses her powers to remove the bullets. Um, she's able to use her powers in the past now because it's a time loop, even though it's an established rule that they can't use their powers in the past. Such BS to get around that. But this is just according to the Charmed Wiki. They don't actually explain it in the episode. No. They're just, like, trying to come up with a reason, like, because it's a, it's a time loop. They can do it. Because yeah. it's happening in the present, sort of, I guess. I don't know. Is that how they explained how Cole got to that Halloween time, though? Was that he, um, he could go to Parallel Dimensions? I don't know. So if it's like parallel there, they should have been able to use their powers in, in that Halloween episode too, right? Yeah. Was that also? It's not a time loop though, so it's yeah. it's a parallel world, but not a time loop. <laughs> <laughs> now they're in a time loop dimension. Like, is there the rest of the Earth for these people? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just a parallel world that happens to be like a hundred or two hundred years in the past. Uh huh. I guess it's two, mm, not quite 200. I don't know. I don't know what year it was. I think it was 1800 something, according to the newspaper. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Bo has a vision of being whipped and shot to death, and so does Phoebe. But I guess neither of them die with that one. That's a different vision. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, because she's getting all the damage every time she sees this, and then Bo gets shot in the head, and she's like, I'm fine. See, she's having a parallel vision with him and uh, psychically linked but that's a vision within a vision so it doesn't count <laughs> sure <laughs> um i think during that vision of his death he gets shot and then there's the crow and i'm like does he did he turn into the crow is that what it was or the crow just happened to be there <laughs> i don't know Highlander is it the movie the, the crow, crow. <laughs> yeah. was highlander the crow the name of that's the show? One of the show. That was a spin-off. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, at the manor, Phoebe is weeping because nobody helped Bo out. Which, uh, again, I thought the acting was pretty good. I think Alyssa Milano did decent in this episode because she's dying through most of it. <laughs> yeah, just have her dying and she'll do well. <laughs> she'll do okay if she's dying and she doesn't have time to whine. <laughs> um... Yeah, Dad Halliwell gets mad and he yells at Leo for not helping her. Daddy well. Daddy well. <laughs> Leo says, we, we gotta trust Prue and Cole. And uh, Phoebe's like, yeah, well, we, we gotta trust Cole because he loves me as much as I love him. 
if that's the case, she's in trouble. Because <laughs> Phoebe can't love. <laughs> she's no capacity for love. Uh, so yeah, in the past, Sutter found out where Bo is, uh, because one of his lackeys just followed them riding on horses casually to the church. They weren't even trying to hide what they were doing. Yeah. It's not like they're like, oh, let's go by, like, the cover of darkness or any of that. Like, how did they hide him so well for so long? Yeah. If they're just like, anyway, let's go, and then someone just behind them, do 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 they weren't even looking like, hey, where's that guy behind us? It's not like you can, like, sneak around on a horse directly behind someone. Put the horse in silent mode. <laughs> Put a tracker on him. <laughs> At the church, Prue is coolly playing with a gun. She's, like, rolling the revolver across her arm, and they're like, oh, how'd you learn to do that? And then she turns into Xena, like, I have many skills. <laughs> Cole says, well, uh, let's just shimmer on out of here, and then we'll heal Bo. And uh, Prue's like, well, that's not going to break the time loop. And he's like, well, it'll save Phoebe. That's all we care about, right? <laughs> uh, but Prue, unlike uh, her sisters, actually cares about people. So <laughs> she wants to maybe end the loop and save the people. I still don't get why Cole couldn't take Bo out, get him healed, and bring him back. And then they could finish fixing up the loop. Yeah, I mean, I guess he was going to get killed by Sutter before he died of these wounds anyway. So right. I guess... But this would prevent... Boy, Phoebe from possibly killing herself on the couch. Yeah, I guess. Eh. <laughs> you can do it! Uh, Bo starts to exposition dump about how he's like, oh, the curse came from my father's people, and this town needs to learn to not be a bunch of cowards. It's basically what it is. It was to teach them a lesson, even though it's, it's a time loop. It's a time loop where no one remembers anything about it, so no one's learning a lesson. Yeah, no one would... If they knew it was a time loop, maybe they would they would grow as a people. But yeah, they these don't, people so. like, oh, we've been trapped in this for like a hundred years. We just yeah, a hundred years went by of the same day replaying yeah. itself. But no one knows that, so no one's learning anything. What's the point yeah, of this? Unless they knew the charmed ones were gonna hop on in there. Yeah, or one charmed one <laughs> and a demon. Like, like real big thanks from Bo's people to curse him with this like you know what <laughs> Bo they're gonna learn a lesson but you're gonna die every day of your existence like yeah thanks <laughs> <laughs> so he decides he's gonna turn himself in because they gotta teach the townspeople to be braver uh, we get more slow-mo doors opening and people yeah. walking and uh, as Bo exits the church, a bunch of white doves fly out, like, what? really bash you over the head with the symbolism here. <laughs> Even though, I mean, like, he wasn't really for peace, though. He was, like, for, like, resistance, right? He was fighting them. Yeah. So, a little mixed. Uh-huh. With the... Because, <laughs> I don't know, he's <laughs> so saintly or whatever. Sure. Anyway, uh, Sutter and his men drag Bo... Uh, in the from the back of a horse into town, he's supposed to be dying of a gunshot wound this whole time. He seems to get better after being dragged through the town, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, that didn't really make much sense. <laughs> They're getting ready to kill him, and uh, Prue stops his sister from helping because uh, it's funny to see Phoebe get whipped at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't her stepping in maybe also inspire some townsfolk to to do something? The sister. Yeah, or did it think... have to be a bunch of white people had to tell them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we need us to tell them, hey, you should do something about this. Yeah. 
hey, maybe we should do something. So Prue and Cole do exactly that. They ha- they give an inspiring speech to the townspeople to stand up and help him. And uh, just as Sutter is about to shoot, our hero, the bartender, steps up. <laughs> <laughs> he like he's got a good aim. Like he shoots with his rifle and hits the the pistol out of his hand. Don't rifles have a bunch of BBs? Wouldn't it spray out and hit a bunch of people? No. No, I guess that's I guess rifles have the the big shells, right? Yeah. Never mind. I was mixing up my gun. <laughs> it would be funny if he shot a bunch of people <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, oops. <laughs> right. I should have known. You're the the rifle expert. <laughs> anyway, uh, the bartender stepped up, and the town's like, "We love the bartender. We're gonna stand up too." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're gonna um, not do anything while Prue fights that guy. <laughs> they stood up to not do anything. It's just the intent of standing up. They don't actually have to do the work. They just have to intend to do something. Yeah. Just the bartender did it, and then Prue gets on horseback to chase this guy who is cowardly running away from the whole thing. She's got a gun on her. I don't know if she kept one of her... I guess she had the gun from the church. Yeah, and she shoots him off the horse. Yeah, she. he's running away, and he starts running toward the bar. She shoots him while he's running like in the shoulder, and then uses her powers to fling him through a window. Yeah. And murders him. Yeah. She's murdered this guy. He's seemingly dead after this. Yeah, just like a demon wouldn't do. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't jump right to killing Cole anyway. <laughs> Yeah, like, she's, she was talking about how he shouldn't have wanted to kill him, and then she goes and murders this guy <laughs> while he's running away. <laughs> and then she smiles, and she's like, Sutter isn't going to be a problem anymore. <laughs> and she says this to Bo, like, is he still dying of a gunshot wound? Like, what's going on with him? <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been healed. He hasn't been healed. Uh, meanwhile, Cole is fighting a lackey, and uh, the guy's like, ho oh, ho, I'm gonna uh, see you in hell, and he's gonna, like, shoot the guy, and then he's like, oh, I've been there, done that. He uses his powers to kill the guy before he shoots him. Yeah. Uh, like, he blows him up with some flames or something, and then, like... He shoots <laughs> an energy ball at him. He's, yeah, that's what it was. And, uh... Prue comes in all sanctimonious, and she goes, yeah. once a demon, always a demon. You did just the same thing. Well, she did worse because Cole was acting in self-defense yeah. and she was <laughs> she, she killed a guy who was running away. <laughs> I wrote, once a demon, always a demon, shut up. <laughs> At the manor, uh, Phoebe's fine now, uh, and Prue and Cole return in their previous outfits with previous stubble. Uh, but they didn't like, bring Bo with them. Why are you fine, Phoebe? <laughs> yeah, they didn't bring Bo with them. Which was the whole point of going back in time. Yeah. Oh, oops. <laughs> we forgot something. Yeah, why is Phoebe fine? Because they didn't heal him. The last time we saw him, he still had his wound and he was whipped and shit. Oh, <laughs> my mistake. Uh, I'm sure the infection would kill him in the Old West. Uh-huh. I don't. He was going to die of that Yeah. before he was killed by Sutter. And they're like, oh, well. Let him die. (laughs) It's fine. Uh, Phoebe thanks both Prue and Cole. uh, Rare uh, before the storm, before the hurricane, you know, before she's like. Um, Dad Halliwell asks where the cowboys are at. I don't know why he would ask that because they were in the past. But Prue's like, I don't know. They're living in a parallel plane or something. (laughs) She goes, don't think about it. No, Leo says that. He's he's like, don't think about it too much. Because 
we didn't really think about how this makes any sense, so please don't think about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> um, they, they're going to have the rehearsal dinner, and then Phoebe makes out with Cole and invites him to the dinner without asking. Yeah. I guess he can take mom's seat. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're not going anywhere. Like, excuse me? Like, she invites her demon boyfriend to the <laughs> rehearsal dinner? Yep. I can understand maybe her going to bat for him. He did help her and save her life, but, like, he has mm -hmm. attempted on their life several times. Maybe some steps before inviting him to the wedding or the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, the crow sits in the window for some reason. The end. <laughs> da, da, da. It means something. <laughs> means something. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Phelan, what are your final thoughts on the good, the bad, and the cursed? Uh, it's not a very good time loop episode, because we don't get any actual looping going on. Yeah, that's true. It's, I guess, sort of fun that, uh, that Cole and Prue go to the Old West, but, eh, it's not great. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense why anything's <laughs> happening. I mean, I feel like if they hadn't called it a time loop, they could have done the exact same thing. They could have just said because of their visions, they were connected through time or something. You know, like there was something they could have said that would make about as much sense. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I like the episode. It was kind of goofy fun, like um, a little confusing at some parts, but it felt like they were they wanted to have a fun Old West episode. Sure. And so I don't know. I liked it. I liked the acting from a lot of them. I thought the directing was pretty good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Solid okay. Phelan, <laughs> uh, final question. Uh, who is your standout loser or hero of the episode? Your Margoyle or your Carman? Uh, Carman's gonna go to Daddy Well. Yeah. <laughs> His speech about white lighters was funny, but, like, the topping was him calling Leo a little piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Margoyle's gonna be uh, Bo's people for cursing him to die every day. Like, yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> and like, this doesn't teach anyone anything, you idiots. <laughs> no one learned anything. Like, oh well, we sure hope a demon and a witch happen into our time loop eventually, so anyone changes what happened here. <laughs> Stupid. Do you have a carman or Margoyle? The car man is going to be the bartender because he was really a hero in the end. And he was trying to warn them to get out of town, too. He may have been cowardly, but he's like, look, there's no reason for this needless bloodshed. Mm. He was giving him a tip. A little tip from the bartender. <laughs> uh, and I think the standout loser for me, the Margoyle, will be Bo. Not because he was particularly, uh, he acted like a loser or anything, but because uh, they left him to die. His people cursed him, and then the Charmed Ones were like, we forgot the whole reason that we came back in time. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I'd love if, like, Phoebe and Cole came back, and then <laughs> Phoebe still... Dead I said on Prue, the floor. Yeah, Prue and Cole came back, and yeah, Phoebe's still bleeding on the couch. Yeah. Oh yeah, oops. The couch is red from her blood. <laughs> Oh, well, we were making out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the end of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, we'd appreciate it if you gave it a like or you subscribed or you left us a review on iTunes or YouTube or wherever you're listening to this on. 
Uh, you can find us wherever great podcasts are found. Um, you can also find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash movie nights the series and youtube.com slash Uh You can support us on Patreon, vote for Charmed Rewind episodes or see videos ahead of time. Uh, you can find me at patreon.com slash movie nights and Phelan at patreon.com slash Thanks to Peter Hunter for editing the podcast and making the theme song. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Pretor Hunter and also on YouTube at Pretor Hunter. He does great uh, Let's Plays with Pokemon. He also uh, does stuff on the Rift Tracks YouTube channel and he worked on uh, Rift Tracks the game. And uh, he was recently uh, at the Rift Tracks Live. I guess he, he goes to all of them, but he was at the newest one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, check that stuff out. Uh, what hashtags should we use, Phelan? Hashtag time poop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poop hit the fan with that one. Yeah. Hashtag uh, shut up, Prue. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag move over, Mom. <laughs> I think that'll uh, that'll do it. <laughs> so we'll see you, Charmanders, next time. Bye.